Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merit Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite change and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix. A Master Plan for Black Group Economics with Wealth Creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity this isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear, drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of the Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. How's that a good a good dose of India before the morning meeting? Right, I saw my ears. She was vibing ahead. 
that was fan that movie was really really good really 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 good so teacher's like this guy he acts like you or you act like him one or the other it was facts pretty much every decision he made i would have made the good ones and the bad ones I, I would have pretty much everyone everyone lord knows i've got my share of bad decisions let me tell you all right so i want to share a few things from current events just this is a lot you want to be on top of everything now the question becomes how do you keep your company on top of everything and then how do we keep this company on top of everything there are a few mistakes that we make i'll tell you eastern mistakes and i'll tell you western mistakes because they both i'm talking about both hemispheres today An Eastern mistake would be support, right? Staying in support, not enough ownership. A Western mistake would be thinking everyone wants to be like the West. That's it's a very common Western mistake. Thinking everyone wants to be like the West. I'm reading a book right now. It's actually very enlightening. I read a lot of foreign books and I read a lot of books on foreign stuff. I always respect, excuse me, I always account for someone else's biasness. I understand every time I read anything, someone has an angle. There's, you can't write anything down if you don't have an angle. As a matter of fact, the only reason you wrote something down is because you have an angle. Even if that angle is to be unbiased, you have an angle. That's the whole point of creating an argument. An argument says, here's my side, period. That is a fundamental understanding of an argument. Yes, yes, the woman over there gets it. The fundamental understanding of argument. So as soon as you express your opinion, I'm sorry, that was aimed over there. You're saying, well, here's my point. Nothing wrong with that. I'm reading a book. I'm reading a lot of books on China right now, a lot. A lot of books on China and one of them is called I'll show it to you show it to you real quick did you like that thing I sent you about China sure did that you amazing yeah I mean that was incredible yeah yeah <laughs> you can tell about it if you want to well, it's, it talks about where China's ahead on infrastructure airports roads trains uh, you name it. I mean, they're just kicking our butts. And the end of it says, you better learn Mandarin. Yeah, I hear that. You should, because by, well, I'll leave. you know what? It's just my call. By, by 2049, 2050, and most of us will still be alive, where it may look very differently. They're very ahead. They're putting up major cities in days, days. They're building, it's just, it's just incredible. Anyway, so I'm reading a lot of books. Here's the book I'm reading right now. I'm almost done. I'll be done today. This is a book I'm reading right now. The 100 Year Marathon, China's Secret Strategy to Replace America as a Global Superpower. It's fantastic, fantastic book. I am about 70% finished. I'll be, actually, I'm probably about 
80% finish. I'll be done. I'll be done before the afternoon is over. I know we got the call in the morning at the 9 o'clock. So I'll be done sometime before the evening. That's for sure. Fantastic book. I like reading these things because I'm trying to give you some context before I just share what I want to share. How do I keep this company above all men's arrogance? Because that's exactly what it is, right? That's, there is nothing else, right? There's nothing else. How do you keep it above all men's arrogance? My arrogance, our arrogance, her arrogance, their arrogance, country's arrogance, capital, it just doesn't, it's all arrogance. There is nothing else. It's, when you think about it in a negative term, there's nothing else. How do I do that? And there's a lot of things happening now. Let's talk about evictions. Evictions are getting ready to clobber us in a major way. And it's going to affect this company. COVID-19 didn't have much of an effect, but there is no way evictions are not going to affect this company. It's impossible. Here's what's happening. We have, we have the most perfect storm. We got a view, a brew of all the perfect storms you can ever imagine. For one, the world is in trouble. But since it's election years in many places, you're not going to get that story. But how is it possible that more jobs have ever been lost in the history of mankind? Can anyone think of another time? You probably can. I can't. Phil, can you? I, I can't think of any more global job loss in my life. When, in when, when the Israelites left Egypt with Moses. <laughs> okay. So according to Phil, we're in biblical, <laughs> we're in times of biblical proportions. <laughs> okay. So, that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. That makes yeah. me feel a lot better. Yeah. We're basically... When when the whole empire no longer becomes a global empire anymore, then, right? biblical proportions is where we are. Wow, what a great example, Phil. That, so that's 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 the closest you can get for sure. Never seen it, but they're all telling us it's going to be okay. It, no, you should laugh because it is a laughable. It it, it is it is laughable. Now, I'm not preaching doom and gloom. I'm just saying, how do we how do we adjust when they are adjusting, but then telling us keep moving forward? Like, think about it. They they are none of their mansions are open. Not just my governor. Like none of them. There's no. They're not. There's no politicians shaking hands and kissing babies. They they've. There was a mass exit of CEOs earlier this year. Am I the only one that saw that? CEOs, bunch of, I can't even say Fortune 500, Fortune 10 companies was just exiting like crazy. This massive exit. You've got Amazon made $75 billion the first three months of 2020. 
It's amazing. And here's the deal. And that was maybe 15 COVID days are in there, and that was the beginning. It's probably going to be $100 billion by the time the next quarter come out. Actually, no, it's going to be way more than that because Amazon packages have not come, have not stopped coming to doors around the world during the pandemic. It's amazing. It's, it's been amazing to watch. How, in fact, they've become more trusted than ever. If anything, it's, it's kind of like Phil Jerry in the 80s when Tylenol had that guy went put cyanide or whatever it was in the Tylenol and the Tylenol's great response made everybody go, oh, well, we, we just want Tylenol for the rest of our lives. That's pretty much what Amazon did. Right? I'd like I'd like to state right now that Jerry and I had nothing to do with that. Yes. <laughs> That's on Thank the record. You, yes, that's on the record. On the record. So there's a lot of stuff going on, but evictions are going to be the thing that punches us in the ribs. Because this is the storm. You got some, some, and I'm going to talk American here because I don't know evictions across the world, but you have some states protecting, some not. But it's not real. Nothing's a real protection because when you have, because you can still do all the filing proceedings. So the moment they say you can evict now, it's not going to be that thirty-day process. It's already going to be done. A lot of people are going to lose their jobs. Excuse me, lose their houses because they can't can't pay rent. You know it's bad when people who do not look like me are marching saying cancel rent. That's when it's really bad. It's really bad when people who are accustomed to making six figures, if it's $80,000 a year, say cancel rent. You know it's hurt. people are hurting because most of most people, 33% of the country pays rent. And if you pay rent, you probably are below the average income because that's kind of what happens when you pay rent. Wages haven't gone up. Probably around September, I've been looking, reading, researching. You're going to have this, this snowball effect to where everybody is going to be losing their houses. And we're going to go from, I was watching, the, I actually posted a clip. There was a guy on last week tonight. He said this, I don't remember his name because it was a clip, but he said we're going to go from a pandemic problem to a homelessness problem. Amazing. Amazing to think that we're getting ready to have a homelessness problem in the richest country in the world. Homelessness was always cool when it was just veterans like me. But now it's going to be your grandmother. That's a big difference, okay? I said most most of the homeless population is veterans. That's a big difference, <clears throat> very big difference. So evictions are going to happen. So how do we keep us ahead of evictions? I'm, we got a lot of stuff in place, but I can guarantee you, we're gonna, Deanna, we're gonna have to, we're gonna do something. I don't know, but we're gonna have to be. We are gonna have to do something. Got a plenty of stuff in place. Maybe we don't have to do anything. Maybe everything we got works. But 
some of our marketing or I don't know. I haven't figured it out. I've been dealing with this problem for about 72 hours. We're going to have to do something that tells people that we care about eviction. And if you follow these steps, you will have a better chance of reversing your homeless situation. But then we got to think about it. Will they have access to Wi-Fi and you know or battery power? Because it's, you can go to the public library, but do you can you charge your phone or your device to take our classes? I don't know. Go ahead, Deanna. You want to say something? I think one of the biggest things to help them is to really get them to understand. Start. They need to dial down because you have some people whose lifestyles have not changed. They still have all this extravagance because they think they're safe but if they start dialing if they start minimalizing things and then you teach them like you've taught us minimalize what or minimize what you have and then what the income that you have from that do this with it so you can sustain yourself for a certain amount of time before it gets rough. Give your time self to give yourself time to build whatever it is you're building and sustain yourself. Cause I know me personally, when I first retired, I wasn't fully following your teachings when I first retired. And I only had enough to survive for two months. But and that's in knowing I was going to retire and only had enough to survive for two months. So those who don't know that they will be involuntarily retiring, <laughs> I can only begin to imagine the preparedness for it. No doubt. I respect all that. There's a whole side of America that would really love for you to say that, especially you being black and saying that too. They would love for you to continue saying that as well because you're not accounting for the fact that we suck and we're not increasing wages. <laughs> so there's a whole side of America that would love for you to keep saying that. Yes, there's a whole side that would love for you to say that. They, you, 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 they would, they would love for you to keep saying that. And you, you, you're not wrong, though. There is some of a lot of that is that. A lot of it is that. This is what I like about business. We, the, everything you said is right. So then the next logical thing that you come after what Deanna said is, well, well, whose responsibility is it? The people's responsibility, if if they don't know, or should the government? shield from some of that responsibility just in case and we're never going to win that argument ever but business always can business can always act like government for its people not the government but its customers so i well we already do this but we because when you business you can do what you want you can create you know, all exec can say, everyone gets a $20,000 bonus because of whatever, right? You know, you can do that. You can do all that stuff. Just know that if I'm thinking about evictions and how it's going to impact this company starting September, I'm also thinking about what happens when 
the kids go back to the petri dishes that we call schools because i don't know if y'all have ever known kids but they have the worst the worst diseases yes is that you know if you ever want to get sick watch your grandkids <laughs> the first and second week of school watch your grandkids it, it doesn't don't take long it, it doesn't take long they come back with the monster diseases them diseases have muscles on them those diseases have muscles on them so you got the whole going back to school how would that affect and then the evictions so you go well Antonio you know it's not really your job to worry about it it's not however our customers are going to be there, right? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, our customers are going to be there. I can't save it. I can't fix it. But how do we go with the flow? Let me say. Let me say what I'm trying to say. Let me say it better. Let me say that my teachings that I've given you. Once September happens, once all the evictions happen, once all the kids. I don't want to say all the kids get sick, but once, you know, we find out, oh my God, we should have did this, whatever that is, then attention, there's going to be a new form of attention directed in a new area. Does everyone agree with that? Like flash your cameras. If Okay, good. And I want to jump in front of that attention this month before I'm trying to do it reactively in October. To make more sense now? How do we, in June, react to what they'll be reacted to? Because let me take it's going to be some terrible Christmases for a lot of people. And how do we say, you know, how do we package, hey, it's December time, it's the most wonderful time of the year, we can help or something like that. Go ahead, Phil. Well, maybe one of the things we can do is ask our clients and our potential clients, what is your backup plan? Mm, you know what the answer is in most cases. I don't have a backup plan. Well, that's what we have to offer you. We have to offer you a backup plan. Mm. Mm, 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 that's good. That's real good, Phil. That's real good. We can, that's really good do a series of videos on that too. They ain't got to be courses, just, you know, that's really good. Teach people, don't have a backup plan? Watch this video from the Humor Consultants. You'll be blessed. Something like that, right? Say, you know, whatever. Hook, story, pitch. Good stuff. Fantastic. Fantastic. Let's go to the East Coast now. Now, where's my, where my Indians at? I need my Indians, because y'all got to know this. But boy, was I shocked when I saw it. I was shocked. I was super shocked. I just couldn't believe it. I've been following, but I was just like, what? India bans 59 Chinese apps, <laughs> including TikTok. And we chat after deadly border crash. Government cites national security and privacy concerns, saying decisions aims to ensure safety over sovereignty of Indian cyberspace. 
country has an estimated 120 million TikTok users, making it the video sharing app's biggest international market. Oh, man, we got to talk. Oh, man, I don't mean to smile because the, 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 the border clash was, was terrible. But wow, the, the impact of this border clash. Uh, India and China are, well, let me, the one of y'all want to explain it so I don't seem like the foreigner talking about. <laughs> you you want to one I want to explain the the border conflict right now happening between a lot. It, either was Shaker Satish. Uh, so, uh, there's a region in the northeast uh, above uh, Uttar Pradesh, uh, Nepal, and then Tibet, and then there's Bhutan. And then there is uh, the Seven Sisters, which is the uh, Assam, Meghalaya, Tripura. These that that land is known as the Seven Sisters. And there is a little uh, a little piece of land which connects the entire rest of India with the Seven Sisters, and that is called as the Chicken Neck. You know, so a lot of people are also trying to strangle that Chicken Neck. So there's a lot of uh, uh, tribal people who are. Who have been, you know, their, their minds have been washed, brainwashed, and you know, whatnot. So, so the Chinese have, uh, and and the Chinese Chinese territory uh, goes ahead, uh, ahead all the way up to the, yes, there, the the North Jammu and Kashmir, yeah, that Aksai Chin, you see Aksai Chin, that's that's the place, further for the left left, yeah, yeah that 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 area, yeah. So the very recently the uh, Indian government, uh, so that Jammu and Kashmir. Uh, the entire uh, northern region was uh, under uh, contention between uh, Jammu Kashmir as a separate uh, state. The, the, there was a different constitution, there was a different flag, there was a whole lot of different treatment for the Jammu and Kashmir. Till August 2019, when government of India, uh, uh, they decided to do away with uh, the special status that Jammu Kashmir had enjoyed for so many years. And uh, they said that, uh, you know, you have to now be a part of India. So they, through, through the constitutional uh, tools, they abrogated that article and they said Jammu Kashmir is now a part of India. And that part is, is disputed, that Aksai Chin territory is disputed. And then it goes further to the left, the Shaksam Valley, northeastern, yeah, the northern area. Yeah, that's the Leh Ladakh area. The border disputes, the border skirmishes in the last two months that have happened are in that Leh Ladakh area. So that that is the area where there's a lot of uh, Chinese people, you know, walking all over, building bridges, building roads, and and infiltrating a couple of kilometers, inching I should say, inching in meters over the couple of 50, 60 years. Those meters became kilometers, and then suddenly India wakes up and realizes, oh no. The line of actual control was somewhere else, but in Chinese have gone far ahead inside the Indian territory. And that was the border skirmishes all about. So, and of course, you know, the, the belief is, uh, you know, every time India wants, it, it has a little bit of Pakistan connection also. Every time India wants, there's a wanted terrorist who has been committing uh, acts of terrorism within India, the parliament attack, the uh, and then the very recent, uh, just like 9-11, there was a September 
uh, 26, uh, I think November 26-11 that happened within India, Bombay, the Taj Mahal was attacked. So one of the terrorists was wanted to be, had to be called out as an international terrorist and the United Nations was being appealed by India and China has been the long-standing ally of Pakistan. So the, the narrative that is being painted is we, you know, and India has been using a lot of Chinese products over the last couple of years. So that book that you have been reading applies to India as well. You know, and including the firecrackers, you won't believe there's a lot of traditional jewelry that used to be uh, a part of a family tradition, family culture that would get handed down, that art would get handed down. Jaipur, Rajasthan, you know, those, those were intricate jewelry. Uh, they would be uh, uh, embossed and embroidered in the saris and all that. Chinese started making that as well. So a lot of that has been, you know, a, a lot of economy has been yeah, eaten yeah. away by the Chinese. So firecrackers during Diwali and a lot of things. So naturally, you know, and, and our soldiers are bleeding out there. That money is being used by China to fund you know, their allies. So, you know, that kind of connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, he explained it very well. Better than what I would have. Thank you for giving my card back. Yes. They bought breakfast with my card. and They love to use my money. Now, fantastic. Phil's clapping for you. Thank you very much. That was, that. yes, yes. So, I've been following all of that. Of course, he's explaining. But I have to, because guess what? We're lunch. We're in India, right? I don't have a choice. <laughs> I don't have a choice. So, <laughs> so we got two battlefronts going on. We got the American battlefront of evictions going on, plus whatever, and then the the Indian border, which has canceled fifty nine Chinese apps. One being TikTok. Do you understand? I need you to get this here. It means when I do a class on TikTok, it will not apply to India. Go ahead, Satish. <laughs> it still applies because India has already come up with an app which is similar to TikTok. Ah, that's smart. All right, then. So I need you to send me that app. Get my get my Indian phone. Come, come, cut my Did Develop that app. That's all I was gonna say. <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. He probably did. Send it to both American and and yes, sure. and my Indian phone. So I, just in case it tells. Well, Tanya. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So since that's already happening in India, you know that when a trend starts someplace, it starts to grow moss, right? So, which means that it's probably going to start spreading a lot of other places. So, those people that are really depending on TikTok for their marketing and things like that better start rethinking other ways to do it. Absolutely right. And you're just adding more concrete to the foundation I'm laying. <laughs> exactly. Phil, I think it, you were going to say something. Well, I, I, I've been... I, Remember, I've been taught something, and I want to take this as an opportunity to see if it's true or not. Mm -hmm. That the, the, the Indians are one of the purest nationalities because of geography. Because they've got mountain ranges all over the north, and then they have, they're surrounded by water. So when you consider the history of mankind, the nation of India 
is one of the purest out there because of the geography and other nations weren't that easy to infiltrate. Is that a true concept or did I just hear that, you know, at a bar and it was told to me by Fred? No, that is true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, first of all, there's a lot of truth that happens in bars, okay? A lot of it. <laughs> Go ahead, shake it. I was saying, Phil is Phil. Whatever Phil heard is true. Uh, 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 it is. It is. It is. It was known as the Indus Valley. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me, and not news that's gonna scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics, and I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger and how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news the civilization it comes from the uh sin the river sindhu uh, the sindh region was uh it, it's now in pakistan uh, uh before the partition it was the part of the uh the larger india and that therefore uh the, the Indian Ocean was known as the Hind Mahasagar. In English, it is called as Indian Ocean. So in Hindi or Sanskrit, it is called as Hind Mahasagar. That means the Indian Ocean. So people from this side of the land, from the Hind Mahasagar, were known as the Hindus. And those who could not pronounce the H word as Hind, they, uh, you know, they cut away the H and they started pronouncing it as Ind. So that is how... Indus, the Hindu civilization become, became the Indus civilization. And that is how, you know, over a period of time, the, the word Indus became corrupted and became India. Wow. That is incredible. That is incredible. And just like I learned not too long ago, Sino means China. But anyway, we'll come back to that. This is I, the implications here. This We're talking trillions of dollars is what we're, I've been from evictions to TikTok and the WeChat. WeChat is the number one Chinese app. It, it could even be the number one app in the world because 1.3 billion people are using it in a country of 1.8 billion people. Now, Nietzsche, anyone ever heard of the term Netsians? Netsians? You probably wouldn't. Okay, well, you probably would over there in India, yeah. Netsians. Netsians is China's version of millennials. Let's just say it that way. This is it's internet citizens combined turned into one. The younger crowd of you know the 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 Chris Chris Holmes and Gerons of in of, of China. Okay, the 26 and the 20-year-olds and all that stuff like that, which 
pretty much don't use WeChat too much in itself. Pretty much don't use WeChat too much in itself. But that's anyway. I know all this stuff. Let's go back to this real quick because we got to deal. <laughs> anyway, this is. Remember, Grace was saying, "Well, I never know what you're gonna talk about because you be bringing up current events and stuff." Yeah, because I'm always looking. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you said it yesterday. <laughs> this is a big deal because the largest country that was on TikTok was India. That's a huge revenue share. That let me let me let me tell you let me tell you the way I really want to say it. If you're gonna play with my money. I'm going to retaliate. Huh? Did I make that make sense? <clears throat> okay. Because I would expect retaliation, but it's just me talking. I'm just from the streets. But if you ask me, there ain't too much difference between government and streets. That's just my opinion, Jerry. But they sure, they sure act alike. One's just legal. One has just been demonized. But what the government do and what the streets do, I don't see much difference, Jerry. I don't see much difference. That's just that's just me though. This that's just me. And if you're looking for a fact, the chemical makeup between morphine and heroin are the same thing. Heroin's just, I mean, morphine's is a Schedule One drug, which means I could be a legal drug dealer and overcharge you. And heroin puts me in a private prison. But don't mind me, Jerry. Let me, I'll get my scotch later and be quiet. It's a legal mob. That's all it is. That's all it is. There's not it's much difference. It's a legal mob. Yeah, there's absolutely not much difference between the two. I can tell you for sure. And I never had any intentions, never had any intentions. Well, I'll show you. There's this growing need, and Tempest is really, really big on this now, cybersecurity. She's really, really huge. I thought I had, okay. Real huge or cybersecurity and all this stuff like that. But all over this article, is cybersecurity concerns. Cybersecurity, cybersecurity, cybersecurity. Can you see it? Is it here? You see it? It's all over. It's literally all over. We're gonna, uh -oh. we're gonna have to, cybersecurity is a growing concern across the entire world. But it is a gaping hole in this company. You understand what I'm saying? There's a gaping hole in this company. So, I'm, so you, you're dealing with all this. Now, I have a solution for the cybersecurity part. That I have a solution for the, the other thing I said, the evictions. I don't know what, I don't know yet. I do know and I don't know at the same time. And I, I hate when I have options. My personal opinion, I've said this before, I probably haven't said it in five or six years, but I've said it before. My personal opinion is 
having too many options is far worse than procrastination. Far worse. Uh, procrastination is one thing, but when you have too many options, you don't do nothing. And if you do something, you don't do it at 100% because you're spreading your energy across 10 different things. Right? Just, yeah. Anywho, options are bad. Too many options. So I've got too many options in my head about these evictions, and it's keeping me paralyzed. My my options are paralyzing me in my present because I can't decide on which one to do. And that indecision, according to Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, is on the road to poverty. All indecision is poverty. So when it comes to evictions, I have a poverty mindset of what to do with this company. And if you can't, self-awareness is a superpower. If you can't rationalize where the poverty is at in your own mindset, you, you won't be able to overcome it. So when it comes to the West and what to do about these evictions that's going to happen in October, I don't have a solution yet. Phil came up with a pretty good one. You know, I don't have a solid plan of attack. I guarantee you by the end of the week I will, that's for sure, because I'm doing nothing but thinking about it. But as of this moment, I don't. Satish, don't forget to send me the the app here. Oh, he's already on it. I sent it. Oh, you sent it. Because he's smart. I, I, I just, as soon as I picked the phone, I felt it vibrate. See, see, the problem is I got this business. Please, please remember the same. Please, please remember. remember the same. Thank you. Please remember. The problem is I keep jumping in. Uh, Satish and Deanna business. That's the problem. If I just stay out of it. Then I won't. I won't have to be corrected. Let me stay out. Let me stay out my lane, Jerry, and stay in my expertise. How about that? <laughs> you know, Antonio, I've been following this real estate here in Las Vegas for a long time, and one of the things we've we've been hit really hard every time we went through one of these things, of course, uh, because of the nature of, of the business that's done here, but it's going to affect a lot of landlords and property owners really hard too. And that's what I'm seeing in the real estate community out here is everybody is just scrambling and going, well, what are we supposed to do? Right. Yep. Um, and they'll, they'll delay a lot of the evictions and, and that sort of thing, but it's inevitable. I mean, it's, it's just inevitable and it's gonna, it's gonna hit when we had the, um, uh, the last downturn here, the last recession, um, <clears throat> I watched people that owned, we had a client that we were working with that owned a hundred rental properties and he had extended himself too far. Mm, I did that. And mm. lost, lost them all. Can you imagine a mm. hundred rental properties? So it's, it's not just going to hurt the little guys. It's going to hurt the big guys. Uh, and of course, what happened here after that was they allowed all the uh, all, all the big investment firms, the big you know Wall Street yep. firms, came in and bought up all that property and became landlords. And they just they made money hand over fist. They the return was just incredible on what they were able to do with that. But 
what do they do now, right, when it's all empty? That's going to be a big problem. Nevada has another problem. First off, I got two real estate companies in Nevada. I have a, one for massive income, one for passive income. Well, me and Deanna have two real estate companies in Nevada for obvious reasons. Because if you want to set up a serious LLC with Delaware benefits, but you don't want nobody to know that you got your, <laughs> you go to Nevada, right? <laughs> so, I wouldn't even listen to me if I didn't know that. Cause I, <laughs> right? <laughs> if I didn't know that. Nevada is the place to go for real estate for sure. If y'all didn't know that, check into it. Just get you a lawyer to do it the right way because because, right, follow experts. It's better to spend $750 to get properly protected than to spend $75,000 on a malpractice, not malpractice, on a insurance, whatever, right? Whatever. Nevada has another problem coming. I've been watching, and I ain't said nothing, because I, in fact, I was told to say something, I haven't said too much. The casinos are bringing back people <laughs> but they're bringing back people. The word on the streets is, okay, that the white folk in upper management are all coming back while all the labor force is not. So you fit to have a whole other problem on your hands. <laughs> Go ahead, Jamie. Oh, yeah. No, they've, they've brought back about, uh, well, their first goal was to bring back about, they said, 25% of, of the folks. But, you know, they, I mean, all that's unionized here as well oh, with the casinos. Yeah. So they're <laughs> using it as an excuse to, to try to break the unions and try yep. to put down... If you had anybody that didn't like you in your job, whatever yep. you were doing, you're not going back to work. Nope. You know, I mean, nope. it's that simple. They're, uh, you're going to have to go through the whole process again to try to get back in. And they're yep. not. I, and, and the business isn't there, of course. So they, you know, they, they really can't bring back everybody. Mm. Um, I mean, some of these properties, it's, it's thousands of people. MGM Grand, I think, is seven or 8,000 people that it takes to run that place. Um, and a lot of them are, you know, low-level employees that are yep. sweeping floors and making beds or, or whatever. And those people aren't going to go back to work anyway soon. No, 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 they, sh no. For, what you want to do is you, you want to make yourself irreplaceable as fast as possible. Let me tell you an uncomfortable truth that. Let's talk about unions for a second, so you can understand some of the stuff you got to deal with. I'm just uncomfortable truth. I didn't make this truth. This is historicity. So let's define history and historicity for a second so the stones don't get thrown at me. History is was invented by I forget his name. History, history, it's a Greek guy. Historicitasius. Anyway, so after him, history. In layman's terms, you can do what you want with history. You can say Let's take the Confederate flag. You can say, my, this is heritage. You can say this is heritage, right? This is heritage, all that stuff. Got no problem with that. Just give me the debate. Or you can say, well, yeah, my 
slaves, right? No, it wasn't about slaves. But we know through written articles of succession that this was about slavery, right? So you can change history. Historicity says that South Carolina is only a state because it wanted to house slaves. That's historicity. You understand? History, you can say what you want. Historicity says the actual depiction of people and events. So now that we got this understood, unions. After, I don't even know how to, there's no respectable way to say this if you're going to be offended. So I just have to give you the historicity. Once black people, the labor force of the South were freed, so to speak, now you have this understanding, well, holy crap, our labor force has all the skills. And if we are to be competitive, we need to, like, like if I had a slave, I didn't learn how to pick cotton or something like that or maintenance. My job was to get up, wake my slave up, and you go, right? You understand? The labor force also had the skill trade. Does this make sense? This is historicity. Therefore, unions are birthed from protecting jobs for a set of people. That's the birth of unions. I understand that it is celebrated differently. There's a whole fantastic movie on Netflix with Robert De Niro, De Niro right now. That Have y'all seen the movie? It's fantastic. Have you seen it? I know me and you watched it. Oh my God, I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's literally about, uh, what's the name of the guy? that disappeared and everybody, Jimmy Hoffa, literally about Jimmy Hoffa, the unions and stuff. Yes, 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 yes. I understand all that stuff and unions protect, no. No, 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 no. So if you're saying, oh yeah, that's a lot of this stuff is unionized, it's gonna always be about protecting jobs for a set of people. Now, whether that set of people in the 21st century would be black or white, whatever. That's extremely debatable and I wouldn't even go there. But it will always be about protecting people. Now that we can say. Protecting people from losing jobs. Therefore, to Jerry's point, if you are working class and can be replaceable, you should not expect no protections whatsoever because you're expendable. The Irishman. Thank you. Fantastic movie, too, if you haven't watched it, by the way. Fantastic movie. You should not expect protection. This is why I exist. I exist. The way I share the light is to tell y'all you should probably stop thinking you're protected and go and create your own protections, what I call your own economy, so you can be a protection for other people. Equality must be made. It will never in our system the way we want it. I get it. 
Some of you are so you're uber religious, you're uber this, or you're just older than me and you got calcified thinking. I get it. All that's cool. It's not going to stop the fact that the strong must come down and lift the weak. <clears throat> that's not changing. That's just not changing. Amazon has a great series on Lucky Luciano. All right. All right. That makes me, first of all, I get two natural reactions for that. I want to watch it and I want to drink scotch all at the same time. It's kind of hard to say Lucky Luciano without a, without a cup in your hand. Right? It's kind of hard to say that with some ice at the bottom or something like that. So we got to deal with all of this. Solutions. For sure, India, we has made me realize we got a gaping hole in the cyber security or in, or information security or anything like that in the university, right? Because this is remember this is this isn't a class. This is my daily meeting. Y'all just eavesdropping on what I will be telling the team. I'll be I'll come in the office. I say, team, we need to fix these things, right? See, this is not class. This is me running this company, so you get to hear how my brain works and how I'm way over here thinking about these things and all this stuff, and today has been a good testament of that. Expect me to quickly, but secretly, this is how I work, Shaker. I'll be, I'll quickly, but you won't see it, be working on a whole technical side of classes and stuff, right? You, you'll see it. But it makes sense, though, because why would I want you to me to be in existence? That doesn't make sense. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Why would I want not to be a monopoly? It just doesn't make sense. I don't have a problem with you to me. And you to me don't have a problem with me. But the moment I start doing that techie stuff, you to me would definitely have a problem with me. Because <laughs> if you want to learn something for cheap and the technical world in a system similar to this, Udemy would be one of those systems. How many of you use Udemy right now or have in the past? I'm interested to know that. One, Udemy. It's U-D-E-M-Y. Okay, we got two. We got from the UK. We got India. We've got Nevada. So that Right now, this is three different countries and, and two different sides of the world and three different continents right there. Okay, add me and all these, everyone who raised their hand are technical geeks. Look at them. <laughs> look at everybody. Look at the people who raised their hand. <laughs> they all have some form of coding, even if it's rudimentary, right? They they all, they can look at some HTML and go, okay, I, they at least know how to Google HTML code for this and pull up H, uh, W3Schools and stuff. They, they know this stuff, right? They at least copy and paste. They're self-taught in something, all the technical people. So 100% of the technical people on the call know about Udemy. Makes total sense. The moment that we open that up, we would be in Udemy's lane, right? Makes total sense. As far as the evictions go, how do we save people from evictions? We, we, we can't, right? But what we can do, let's take a, Phil said, what's your backup plan? What's your backup plan? So, right, you, you do that. Maybe we, we could, we can, 
there's some things. There's some things we can do. We we can have a. We already got how to dominate a recession. There's some things that we can do to help people. Maybe we should have eviction processes. Uh, maybe I should bring in one of my lawyer friends or somebody and have them teach on the eviction process and how to, uh, what are your rights, what are not. I think that would be fantastic and you know make that free. Go ahead, Deanna, you want to say something? That would actually be amazing because a lot, 95% of renters do not know their rights. Well, write that down for me and send it to me so I can call one of my friends and have them do it. So, and there's a ton of there's a ton of free resources for people out there. I know around here anyway, um, the legal aid type things that deal specifically with that too. That probably a lot of people don't even know exist. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to evictions, Nevada and Texas have the same laws. Actually, I believe. I believe you're a trust state or and we're a trust state or we're a deed state. Either way, basically the banks got us. It's basically how it works in Texas and Nevada. Well, all that whole take 180 days and then you get to nope, that don't work like that in Texas and Nevada. Texas, you three months behind, bank can start the process, run you out of there. And it just is what it is. And if you one month behind, and rent, they can start a 30-day process to get you out of there. This is just, it's just, Texas is literally the wild, wild west, even though we're in the south or Texas is still Texas. It's not going to stop being Texas anytime soon. Anytime they, soon. They've changed a lot just recently here, but it wasn't long ago that you could get a three-day notice, and in seven days, you were you were getting kicked out they'd they'd bring the constable over that's amazing. and and ask you out you know escort you out of the house that's amazing so yeah it's uh it's it, you don't want to get yourself in that position in this state uh and like i say i know they've slowed a lot of that down now with with what's going on but now uh, the laws are on the side of the bank no doubt absolutely no doubt no doubt no doubt just just yeah i know nevada for gambling Nevada ain't too far from Texas. They're just a smarter Texas. <laughs> it's a smarter Texas. Texas is wonderful, but it's why I keep my businesses here because it's if you're if you're rich, Texas is fantastic. To be honest with you, it's fantastic. It's just fantastic. All right, let's land this plane. I like the constable thing. Oh, well, no, excuse me. I like the eviction thing. I was thinking constable in my head. I like the what are your rights in eviction? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, if you want to do that eviction lesson on a Tuesday morning, you know I would be happy to do to, to listen and, and take copious notes on that. Copious I, I notes. You, you can't wait. Notes. I understand. I will ask I, questions I, too. I will. I, I don't think you're the only one. I don't <laughs> think you know. <laughs> definitely. Here in the next five minutes, we've got a guest that's going to come on, and so y'all jump on the 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 sales training. It's 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 on purpose. It's. I, you know, Axfield, I always have an agenda, I always have an agenda, but I want you to see it's about travel and vacations and stuff, but 
I'll explain on that call. It's it's a it's a company in motion, and I'll explain on that call because it's something like it's travel agency, right? Or well, it's not travel agency, but kind of like travel agency, travel advisor. It's like the worst time to do travel advisor, right? But it's also not, and that's kind of what I want to stress in the next five minutes. It's also not. The same way I'm saying that come November, evictions are going to be out of control and I'm doing something about it for other people in June, it's probably the same way you want to approach travel too. You don't plant seeds when it starts raining. You plant seeds in the drought. That's when you plant seeds. Remember that. All right. Well, I think that was extremely productive. Now, you see, you, you see more how my brain works. Take your my advice to you to make this applicable to you is you should be thinking about your company the way I think about mine. No one is ever going to agree with what you're saying. Let me tell you who are going to disagree with you more than anybody else on planet Earth. The people who are supposed to know well and have been providers of their families they're going to always disagree with you because they spent their whole life in a bubble being right. And no one cares. If you want to learn something, check the harvest that flows from that place. Because the one thing you can't ever fake is harvest cannot fake harvest. You can fake an opinion. You can fake facial expressions. You can fake a lot. You can fake a voice. Hello, sir. How's it going? You can do all that stuff. What you can't do is fake the harvest that flows from a source. If the harvest is what you desire, shh, pay attention. God's trying to teach you. You don't know everything. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better. You can dominate. We'll see you in a couple of minutes, everybody. Love you more, Phil. Love you more.